0: Hey everyone, Will and Travis from the Days Past Tooncast here. If you've been listening to our Halloween episodes this October, you may be aware that we've been dealing with some paranormal problems here in the studio. Hauntings, demonic possessions, you name it. Thankfully, that's all behind us now. But we didn't solve that issue on our own. No,
1: we didn't. And as thanks, we wanted to give some airtime to the people that, (laughs) frankly, saved our
0: asses here. Travis! Well, they did! (laughs) Anyway, they sent us some copy to read real quick before we started on the episode. Let's dive into it and get on to the tunes.
1: Are heinous hauntings keeping you from catching Z's the night before your surf competition?
0: Are grody ghosts getting slime in your frosted tips on your way out to the Sugar Ray concert? Then, bud, you need to call...
2: That's right, <laughs> after years of living that ghost-free life, Hashtag ghost-free life! The Big Apple's back to being Ghost Central, and the Ghostbusters are here to exterminate them. 90 style! Four old dudes busting my ghosts? I don't think so. OG Buster Egon Spangler is teaching a whole new generation to kick ectoplasmic butt. Rock the vote! Garrett Miller, a handicap pro and a real adrenaline junkie. Eduardo Rivera, underachiever and proud of it. Roland Jackson, Carl over to the max. This guy does machines like, whoa, whoa. And Kylie Griffin. Could this goth chick be any more into ghosts? Plus, their old friends Slimer and Janine are still hanging around, just doing whatever. Extreme Ghostbusters. If you have an extreme ghost, they'll bust them to the extreme. Today on Days Past Tooncast, we're totally talking about extreme ghostbusters. Hour with your friends Will and Travis. It's the days past to camp. Days past, ToonCast, my name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, <laughs> we have adult conversations <laughs> about
1: yesterday's animations. That is the quickest I have broken on this No show. doubt. Yeah, you sure did.
0: I forgot my name for a Tra- second. This This new metal funk is having me forgetting all sorts of stuff. I know there. it influenced you. I, I wrote it for you. Thank you. I wrote it for you. Guys, welcome to the Days Past Tunecast. Uh We're moving along with our Ghostbusters month, our Halloween uh, spooky ghosty month for all involved. Travis is going to be lost forever to this song. Oh, if I damn, don't turn it sure, off real bro. soon, he is digging it. It's my new ringtone. His whole body is jiggling <laughs> like, like an excited little puppy. And I'm excited too today because... This is a Ghostbusters we have yet to meet until we have now met it. Yeah. But now before this time, we had not met it. I didn't even know of its existence, Will. <laughs> I know. You told me that. Yeah. And uh, I I barely knew about it. I knew certainly because we had made the uh, spreadsheet a while back, the, the famed n- Days Past n- TuneCast infamous. spreadsheet. Yes. Legendary. It's on a scroll somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's shining. Indiana Jones <laughs> is after it. Of all the tunes that we would like to cover at some point, or at least our options yeah. of covering... And ranging from all the great things like Thundercats and He-Man to shitters like Dino Saucers and Dino Riders (laughs) from D to D, from Dino to Dino, shitters. I love it. But this is not a shitter. No, Uh, it's not. This is Extreme Ghostbusters, 1997's Extreme Ghostbusters. It is actually a direct sequel to the real Ghostbusters, the original run uh, from 1987 to 92 or whatever it was. And this one only ran one season, 40 episodes, uh, September to December, 1997.
1: No one was feeling it, I guess. I don't know. It just I didn't catch a good audience. I, I don't know. I That's liked what it. Yeah, I thought I it was too. good.
0: I really don't know why I didn't catch on. I, you know, And I can actually speak to what was going on in society at the time because I was 13 years old. Oh, yeah. I was primed, not for necessarily for this show, but for just being, I'm, I'm a white male in my 13s. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're right, 13s. Like, all
0: the PlayStations, all these things are geared towards moi. Yeah. I, and you, too, because uh-huh. you were the same age. Yes, I was. I was out of my Ghostbusters phase at this point. I was into... MTV, MTV, buddy. Yeah, I was into Nirvana. I was into whatever you had for me that was sludgy and distorted. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I was also listening to Led Surge. Zeppelin and Leonard Skinner. So yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not a Surge guy. You're a Surge guy, though. I was. I'm, in, I'm to this day, a Mountain Dew guy. Oh, yeah. I hey. like Surge. Yeah. It tastes like Green Jello, which was also a great 90s band. <laughs> uh, the Three Little, three little pigs. pigs. Yeah, yeah they yeah, had yeah. one other one too. Or no, they had to call themselves Green Jelly because Jello threatened them with a lawsuit or something like that. But they were Green Jello. Then they became Green Jelly. Wow. Man. Just the lowest of low of the 90s <laughs> alternative rock music. Just the worst shit. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly
1: Kid Joe. Yeah, exactly. Ugly Kid Joe out there too?
0: Oh, God. So we're in the 90s. A tiny bit of background on this show. Like I said, it is actually a direct sequel. This is a rarity. It seems like a direct sequel to another cartoon series. It's set in that continuity. So you've actually got a lot of the people that worked on the original The Real Ghostbusters series that are working on this one, too. Uh, Not J. Michael Straczynski, who was like the head writer, but some other people that were involved in it. The show was originally going to be called Super Ghostbusters. (laughs) <laughs> it was
2: <laughs> it sounds
0: like you know on on nintendo games like you know mario brothers and all uh-huh, these things yeah you eventually just added super to everything once it went to super nintendo and i feel like that's what they did here yeah but uh, they, they apparently just, riding that wave yes but i think it was Trendmasters that was the uh the toy, toy line, company. correct okay. yes. so they were pushing for let's call it super ghostbusters and they said uh i mean let's it's the night it's 97 okay <laughs> limp biscuit has arrived. Have they, by the way, at that 97, point? 97? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're here. Yes. And they're not going anywhere. No, they're <laughs> Fred not. Fred Durst has landed. And so they said, well, let's go extreme because <laughs> everything's extreme at this point. It's Taco Bell, it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> Fred Durst is inside your home now. <laughs> he is not leaving He's your children. Here. He's infested your children. Oh, my God. Get an exterminator out for all these Fred Dursts in mm-hmm. my house. <laughs> But they went with extreme Ghostbusters, and thankfully that is so. They also listed it as Ghostbusters Dark in some TV listings places. That sounds extra spooky to me. It does. It's too spooky.
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: That that's an anime style one right there, buddy. Yeah, that would be the one where like with the tentacle stuff going on, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah. And there is a lot of tentacle stuff in this, but none of it's <laughs> sexually suggestive, of, at least of, not in my opinion. Of the manga variety. Of the manga variety. <laughs> Well, more like the hentai variety. Hentai being the super, uh, some would say sexy, others would call maybe gross. It depends where you fall on the the spectrum. (laughs) Uh one uh, final little, uh, to me, interesting piece of trivia, and yeah. then I'm also going to say something about the production company, but originally it was designed to have three female members. There's f- currently in the version we ended up with three male members and then a female member. First female Ghostbuster, if you don't count Janine putting on the proton pack yeah. uh, and the pink jumpsuit <laughs> I think they had her wear. But uh, originally that was the case and that eventually changed to ultimately be a very inclusive still lineup. Yeah, for we have sure. a Hispanic gentleman, we have an African-American gentleman, we have a man in a wheelchair, and we have a young lady who I guess her ethnicity is goth. <laughs> it's makeup. It's white makeup. Kylie, who yeah. we've, uh, we're going to get to in a bit here. The production company behind this was Adelaide Productions, better known as Columbia TriStar animation, or some variation thereof. So, yeah. the company that was behind, it's not Deke that was behind the original, the real Ghostbusters episodes, but it is the company that's behind the Ghostbusters films. They are also known for working on Jumanji, the animated series, Men in Black, the animated series, Ooh. Godzilla, the series, not, I don't know why they don't call it an, the animated series, but <laughs> it was Godzilla, like, based on the 1998 Godzilla with yeah. Matthew Broderick. <laughs> and, the, the illustrious Matthew Broderick. Yes, of course. And Dilbert, the animated version of Dilbert, the no- newspaper strip, the series, yes, the series. That's a weird show that was on UPN. I've seen it. It's it's okay. I think I remember it. It's a it's a lampoon of uh, office life in the modern society. Oh yeah, you made animation. <laughs> That's what they've been up to. <laughs> yeah, but they did this before. At least some of those <laughs> is the timeline I'm giving you. Extreme Ghostbusters. I did not find this show to really be that extreme. No, no, not really. Like I was ready to be laughing at all the sweet dunks on the on the <laughs> on the field that they were going to do, and a bunch of surfboards and all this kind of shit. Nobody is particularly extreme. Yeah, it's kind of cinematic. It's kind of well done. Well, the the zits uh, the zits was pretty extreme. That's more like extremely gross not like yeah awesome bro and then like throwing a mountain dew bottle like a football at somebody you yeah. know that's the kind of extreme i'm thinking there of there wasn't one skateboard in this i didn't see a single skateboard no. in there and this is new york in 97 you know there were skateboards yeah before we dump ourselves into this bowl that is called extreme ghostbusters let's go over the plot Extreme Ghostbusters, season one, episode one and two,
1: originally broadcast September 1st and 2nd, 1997. Entitled Darkness at Noon,
0: parts one and two. Egon's class on the paranormal is interrupted by disturbances caused by Akira, an ancient spirit released by subway construction. He and his only four students, the Ghostbusters-to-be, investigate. Akira
1: briefly takes over the body of student Kylie Griffin to spread a supernatural skin disease across New York City. Infected, Egon reluctantly upgrades his old Ghostbusters equipment and guides his students in
0: stopping Akira. These Ghostbusters are extreme, and we're talking about them. As usual, one of the first things I want to talk about mm-hmm. is the opening theme song. A great. It is a Song, great, it indeed. is actually really good. I didn't, I was ready to make fun of it right from the start. Yeah. Cause you hear this gong, 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 gong. You know, this like Eddie Van Halen style guitar, like kind of chunky chords and stuff like that. And a guy comes in singing like he really wants to be a black bluesman, you know, like real bad. <laughs> and, but it, and it's metal. <laughs> That's what he said. He has all these asides as it goes out. And those are what sold me on. It's like, you know what? This guy's having a good time. Yeah. He's having fun. You know who sang this? Who sang it? You told me I was going to be surprised is, by this. Just to let you guys know, this is a heavy, it's not even a heavy metal, but it is a, like a metallic version of the original Ghostbusters theme song with all the usual lyrics for the most part. Right. Sung by Jim Cummings, DPTC all-star, perhaps best known worldwide for playing Winnie the Pooh. Wow.
2: Is the same man who goes, that's right. Who are you gonna call? That's right. <laughs> And he also says, makes me feel good. You know, "Boston makes me feel good."
0: <laughs> but they have, there's, it's like it feels '90s, but it doesn't feel overly like cartoonishly '90s to me. That was Winnie. That was Winnie, buddy. Good lord, Winnie was all over it. That no man doubt. is a high talent. He is all about it. <laughs> he is all over everything. Yeah, just specks of him in your food. <laughs> 90% of foodstuffs have a little bit of Jim Cummings in them. He's got, he's got his fingers in the honeypot. He certainly does. He's mm-hmm. stuck in it. Yep. But I, yeah, the, the distorted uh, vocals that they do at one point, like that is kind of a 90s, early 2000s thing, I think, when it's like,
2: La-da-da-da-da! you
0: know, when it sounds like he's singing into a metal can or something. Uh, I really like it. I, I It gets stuck in my head. And all the asides he gives, at one point he just turns into a wolf man and just goes, That's right.
1: I'll, I'll be singing for the remainder of the day, sir. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anytime anything comes up, you agree with? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Extreme Ghostbusters. We know we're we're in Ghostbusters country. It's New York City. Uh-huh. You got subway construction. You got street construction. You got New York accents right away. And men working in the subway, hard hats galore, hard hats. It reminded me immediately of Ghostbusters too, when they're you know getting into the subway, into the sewer to find the slime, and then they come out and they're having to bullshit the cops yeah. about why they're doing it, which oh, is yeah. a great scene. Uh-huh. These guys are all interacting with like, all right, "What do you mean I can't do this over?" You know, it's just immediately you know where you are, Ghostbusters country. <laughs> Just go down there and make a left. Yes, and it's even though the, I, I like the imagery of all this. Like everybody's kind of ugly. It's a little more cartoony. Yeah, even more so than the original one and stylized. But I like the style and the the monsters, the ghosts in the opening and the the main villain Akira. They're they're pretty gross and scary, man. Like extreme, would you, extreme- would you say extremely
2: scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say that. I would say that. And I did the fact that Egon's there, Slimer, Janine just their presence and the fact that it's like we know it was tied to the other one yeah. it, to me it feels like an evolution
1: they, they couldn't have picked a better Ghostbuster uh, you know to keep around for this man absolutely the, well, best,
0: the best one the best choice I mean just last week we were talking about how much we love this man and want to marry him yes, Egon Spangler is back, played once again by Maurice LaMarche. Oh, I the same love his man. voice, man. I do too, I do feel like you know, Maurice, is, he's done so much stuff and he is also the voice of the brain, which was coming out Pinky and the Brain at the time. This Egon voice is just like five degrees closer to the brain for me.
2: Four people are taking this class. Nice turnout. Double the class size I had last semester. PKE readings are through the roof. This is indicative of a major outbreak of ectoplasmic activity.
0: Just a tiny bit closer to the brain than Egon. He still sounds like Egon, but and he is older. In the show they say it's been seven years. It's actually been five years since the series ended before this one, because it ended in ninety-two. Uh, you would think that the Ghostbusters was 40 years ago, based on how the mayor later like takes a dump all over them and acts like they're shysters. But Egon is as he, Travis. You said he looks like Ben Franklin. Is that what you said? Yes, because <laughs> he has a ponytail and the glasses, and he looks more. He doesn't have the pompadour, and his rat tail has matured into a ponytail. That's like scientific proof of what happens: rat tails grow up into ponytails. Egon is teaching this university class that, according to this, is canon in the show. Two people took last semester. Now four people. Why is he still allowed to teach the class? Yeah. Right. What dirt does he have on the dean <laughs> that he is allowed to just go teach what everybody in this show seems to think is bullshit? Yeah. To these kids. What kind
1: of yeah? What kind of grant does he have here? What's what's really going? Yes.
0: On? Th- he's teaching it as hard science. He's not yeah. teaching it as theoretical or anything <laughs> else. Like half the kids who are coming in to learn about it don't even necessarily believe it. At one point, he's working eight whiteboards. <laughs> yes, he is. I exactly.
1: don't know how he got to the top ones, but he's <laughs> exactly. working the crap yeah. out of it.
0: <laughs> it's like storyboarding a film is what it looks like so he's teaching this class and this is how we meet all of our luckily the right four people showed up to this this class of his Uh you got these four kids who are gonna be our Ghostbusters who are extreme the extreme Ghostbusters yeah It is like they split the Peter Venkman role between two characters. Like that was too much smarm for one person.
1: Re- reading a little bit of fandom, they're really saying that Eduardo, Eduardo was the
0: uh, was the Venkman. Well, let's go. I mean, I I kind of agree, but kind of not. Yeah. Let's run them down. Okay. These folks, shall we? We have got our aforementioned goth lady, Kylie. Yes. And Kylie Griffin.
2: The name's Kylie. Ghosts walk among us. Wow. This is really it headquarters of the ghostbusters
0: and she dresses like edgar Allan poe (laughs) (laughs) she's wearing like a long she's like uh one of these steampunk people you know like she's got she's got 10 pounds of makeup on her face looks great i mean she believe me this real person i would be right on her side no problem but she is dressed like in this like weird boat like she looks like she's a settler or something like that
1: minus the syphilis
0: yeah, right? yeah. She's <laughs> although they they make multiple comments about her weight being she's underweight. So yeah, she does seem like she's sick with something. Yeah. I guess
1: she looks like the girl from um Beetlejuice. Lydia Beetle from Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice.
0: Beetlejuice. Yeah, Beetlejuice Beetlejuice mm-hmm. so. Lydia, especially yeah, the, yeah, the cartoon right. version of Lydia. Yeah, especially yeah, played by the woman who played Jubilee on the X Men cartoon. Ooh, who we Jubilation. <laughs> who we had an interaction that's with rat. on Twitter.
2: That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, just a passing, a yeah. passing uh, hello to her, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Kylie. I like the character. I, yes. I mean, she's played by Tara Strong. She has, I, I can't even, I'm not talking about her in the cast section because she's done so much stuff. Right. And you just know her voice when you hear it. It's really, really good. Kylie, she's uh, she's just way into ghosts. And I, I know I had a few uh, goth people at school. Like, I, I was a long hair. I didn't really fit into a particular group that we well. Were but... we you wearing a cape? No, no. I wore like the same Led Zeppelin shirt almost every okay. day. So, no, I was just like a black shirt, jeans, long hair type of guy. Uh, and I'm naturally pale, okay? I don't have to wear makeup. You're really pale. Really
2: pale. Yeah. I've
0: got a studio tan. That's what we call it. <laughs> <That's>,
2: <laughs> i never heard that yeah,
0: before. That's what we call it. Office tan studio, or studio yeah, tan. Yeah, same thing pretty much. Um, that's good. The closest thing we had to, like, uh, that I remember or that I associate with how Kylie is such a fan of Ghostbusters. She's a fangirl of Egon. She has Egon's spirit guide, which is a callback to Tobin's spirit guide from the film. Oh, they yeah, actually mentioned yeah, that. Yeah. Like she's truly a fan like of all of this stuff. She believes in all these things. The way that she is about it reminds me of, there was this small band of girls in junior high, maybe through high school too. They read Star Trek novels and they loved Sailor Moon. These were their defining traits as like pop Wowzers. culture goes. And they, yeah. And I mean, no judgment on that. I At the time I did, and that was wrong. Now, no judgment on it. But that's the closest that I, I don't know why I associate the two, but that's the, the level of fandom that I'm seeing there. This was 1997. Fandom wasn't what it is now.
1: What were these? Uh, their hairstyles?
0: What were their hairstyles? This like, long sir? and stringy. Okay. Yeah. A little greasy. Maybe. I'm not. Look, I have long, greasy hair too, so I'm not. I'm a little greasy. ah, A little greasy over here. Did you have any uh, experience with gothness or goth types? Oh, you know what? Yeah, there was was
1: always about five or six goth people in my schools I went to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, man. Like I mentioned, the cape. I, there was in ninth grade. There was a guy who uh, wore a cape. Oh, wow. Around my high school, um, he was also in. The, in the, he was he, he, he was, was in he theater. Was, he was goth slash theater. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, I like. Uh, I mean, I can't say I'm a part of goth culture, but I like a lot of the things that have come from it. Uh, definitely. So uh, the, it's like the crow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the crow! It's not like tomatoes. <laughs> like I don't eat tomatoes, but I love all these tomato products. Right. So thank you, Goth America. Shout out to Marilyn Manson. Were you a Marilyn Manson fan at all? I was only. We, I don't think we ever touched base on this. I was a Marilyn Manson fan only in that I wanted to name check him because there was a dangerous era, uh, aura about okay, him. Okay,
1: but none of his music you didn't, didn't really care what? for it. No, oh, I, I man. mean, uh,
0: yeah, I had like his first album's cover on my wall because Manson. <laughs> you know that's that's it. The the danger of saying yeah. you know that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's Kylie. Mm-hmm. No, we mentioned Eduardo. Yes, Ghost. Any moron with half a brain cell knows they don't exist. Eduardo? I don't know what he brings to the table. Me either. And I don't mean to be down on the guy, but they go out of their way. He's an asshole. And that's intentional. He's a butthead. He is a major butthead. (laughs) (laughs) And he he's a jerk. And he is insulting to other people. He's dismissive, doesn't believe in ghosts. And they go out of their way to tell you how dumb this guy is many times. Yeah. Many, many, many times.
1: And still make him the love interest.
0: And make him the love interest for Kylie. It doesn't seem like she would be that interested in a guy who's not smart. And again, like, I'll give him credit if he ever, like, I was waiting for them to redeem him some way. But... He he didn't take any of those chances. No. Like you keep giving him options to be a better person, and he is just a jerk all the way through. I, I don't know. He doesn't have any special skills because hey, everybody listen, else.
1: Maybe he'll train. He'll change his true colors later on as you know as the series progresses.
0: Maybe so. But um, you were saying that they think of Eduardo. They <laughs> some fans think of him the as the fandom, Yeah, yeah. The so fandom. in that, Peter Venkman is kind of. Dismissive of some ghostly things and makes fun of the other guys and f- acts like he's better than or, or not a part of. I see that. I don't know. He's just too mean spirited to nope. be Peter. Even the shitty Peter from the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I would say that Garrett
1: is more. You know, yeah, because Garrett-
0: more of a of a. Meekman. yes and let's move on to Garrett Garrett yes. is the guy in the wheelchair hell on wheels man son. Yeah, exactly
2: we came we saw we kicked ghost butt Jackie Chance for wimps and people from Long Island Brooklyn Heights is in
0: the house. He's, he's a really positive, like, adri- truly an adrenaline junkie. wants to throw himself into everything. Must have diabetes because he's constantly eating <laughs> he a, candy bars. Candy I know. Bar. He is sponsored by Three Musketeers, this yeah. guy. Like, I thought it was maybe Cliff Bars, and I was like, oh, wait, it's 1997. some low blood sugar. I guess asked. so, man. Yeah, he is constantly on those things. He's got a slimer problem. Ooh. I think so. I really like him. I like His jokes, even when they're corny, I, I don't feel like it's a pity thing. Right. I think it's just like, you know what? Good for you. You're just always trying to shoot him out there, aren't you? He's always jotting him down in a notebook, exactly. like you said earlier. Exactly. Yeah, Yes. I feel like he definitely is trying to angle for like, hey, if this Ghostbusters thing doesn't work out, improv here I come. Oh. Baby. I, they don't explicitly say that he is into uh extreme things, like uh he opens a door by throwing his wheelchair into it or whatever. Yeah. Like, but he constantly throws himself headlong into things and is looking for action. They don't say that's because he's in a wheelchair, like maybe that he's trying to prove himself or anything. So I like that they leave that open to your interpretation. You they never make reference to it. No, they <laughs> they he said he says a few things about wheel like he makes some wheels puns, but it's almost like that person who has a problem and then, or, or a disability or something, and they make jokes about around others about it, and they're just like, uh, uh-huh, yeah, that's funny. Should I laugh? I'm not sure if I'm allowed to laugh at that. <laughs> I wish somebody would have reacted that way to it, but... You're only allowed to smile at it. Yeah, like, mm, just give it a point. <laughs> Mm-hmm, you said maybe, that. Maybe dab them up. <laughs> well, But I think it's good, because nobody is treating anybody, everybody interacts with each other basically the same. Yep. No one's treated any different, regardless of ethnicity, anything else. Finally, we have our car guy. He does. Our car guy. Machines.
2: Roland. We can take my Mustang. It's parked right out front. If it's got an engine, I can fix it. If
0: it's got wiring, I can reconfigure it. Roland. Yep. Oh, is that like a Roland pun? He's Roland around the neighborhood in a car.
2: Yeah. That's That, that. Roland,
0: Roland, Keep that, Roland, Roland. Oh, man. Yes. Roland is uh, kind of a, a square, I guess is how they portray him. Like he's just a real straight shooter. Doesn't necessarily not believe in ghosts. Doesn't necessarily believe in them. a square. But yet he has he has cool hair designs. Yeah, he's got the. <laughs> I mean, everybody anybody can get shit shaved in their head. Get, you know, yeah. Okay. Anybody. Oh. He is all. I mean, okay. So the same way you know we've talked about like supervillains on these shows like Skeletor. Evil just becomes the word for cool. Yeah. Like everything bad but be- means good. So if it's, oh, it's so monstrous, it just means awesome or yeah. whatever. <laughs> That's a, the interpretation. There's a little dictionary for it, like we're English to evil.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For Kylie, it's like paranormal means awesome right. or bodacious. And then for <laughs> Roland, like automobile means. Tubular, because he is just every time like he. All he wants to know from this class is about the Ecto One. Like he just talks about cars all the time, and apparently he does machines so good. Hop in the cars, guys. I'll take my Sting. Exactly. Yeah, he has a Mustang, and he's our machine doer. He is our Donatello. He yes. does machines, mm-hmm. but he does them so well that he can work on ghost busting equipment within moments of being exposed to it. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of crossover between automobiles and nuclear powered. <laughs> Yeah, right. Goes paranormal busting equipment. Yeah, that's just that's just money. But this is the class that Egon is teaching. Some believers, some non-believers, and the blood of the non-believers shall wash over the streets.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Join me, join me,
0: won't you? And Egon isn't the only uh, holdover from the real Ghostbusters. No, he's not. Uh, at the beginning of this first day of class, all the kids are in. Egon comes in. Oh, my God. It's really Egon. Well, who? Why is he a big deal? I'll tell you why. He's a Ghostbuster. Blah, blah. He's and OGB. He's OGB as an original Ghostbuster. And right at the beginning of class, Janine walks in. What is his, she doing? His former employee. And, yes... Uh, love interest, but mostly unrequited or not even unrequited. But he's just like too much of a brainiac to be aware of her interest in him. Yeah, a lot of the time she just were showed, they ever were they ever a public thing? I think no, I don't think they were actually a couple. But I do think in the in the real Ghostbusters, at some point, like maybe he says he cares for her, right. or something like yeah. that.
2: That's right, that's right.
0: But she's just a former employee of his from his old business that's now shut down who shows up at the beginning of class seemingly just so that she can be in this new series. Yeah,
1: years have passed.
0: Where has she been? Do they not keep in contact? Why now? Oh, you guys are starting a new Ghostbusters cartoon? Well, we got to make sure I'm here for it. Like, that's the only... Re- they don't even... She never mentions why she's there, ever. She just shows up and says, I heard you were teaching. He's been teaching it for at least one other semester. It doesn't make plot sense to me. And this is not the woman that I fell in love with. No, it's This Janine. Not. No.
2: So, have you been, gun? Still doing your research? Still living in the firehouse. I'm coming with you. You know how being underground always gives you nosebleeds.
0: Ma, thanks, mommy. She's straight up a mom. She's, wear- she's wearing a much stronger pantsuit. Yeah, and I'm not digging it. She Her it hair's down. Bit. She doesn't have any accent. I guess like five years of unemployment just like beat the accent out of her or oh. something because she has no <laughs> accent to speak of. Maybe she went to Texas for a little bit and got rid of that New York accent. That's how you do that, I guess. Mm-hmm. You fight fire with fire. Yes. And so she she just doesn't have much of the, the chutzpah that she used to have. Ooh. Yeah, that she used when well, we were in New York, Yeah, that she used to have on The Real Ghostbusters that kind of got like flattened out. As they went along anyway. That right. was something they did already. I wish they would have taken this opportunity to have her become, you know, green glasses wearing, kind of new wave style hair wearing. Janine with the accent. They yeah. did not take that, and there it's a worse cartoon for it. Oh, baby. Now, on the other hand, this slimer, I like. It's yeah. Because he's just you. like a he's just a pet. Right. And he's really cute.
2: <laughs> so
0: it's a little cutie. He's ugly as hell, but he's very cute, and his his vocalizations are not annoying to me. And he doesn't really cause much trouble. Yeah,
1: yeah he's he's not
0: messing stuff up like he did
1: in no. p- in previous episodes.
0: He is really just there to be a mascot and not cause. Co- I, mean, I mean, maybe in future episodes he'll. Be the reason that bad things happen, but so oh, far he's gonna be for sure that I may not like him as much then. But in this, he's just there to like warn them in the middle of class. Hey, all of the machinery back at the firehouse is going off. Now he doesn't say it this way. No. <laughs> he says, "By the way, this is me translating." Just comes into the class and proves that ghosts do exist immediately for those that don't agree or believe. The nonbelievers. You got to believe. He comes in to warn them. Hey, all the machinery is going off, and so everybody piles into the Mustang. The Stang. <laughs> Roland baby. Stang, and they go to the firehouse to check it out. It all happens pretty quick. Yeah. This show moves quickly, yet very little happens <laughs> over the course of it. This would have been most like these two episodes. One episode would have been most of one episode right. of the Real Ghostbusters. Yeah. That and a moral, probably, or something like that. If they had done morals on the show, the threat. Is a spirit by it, the name of. It's real. It's real. The threat is real. Uh-huh. The struggle, real. The threat, just as real. <laughs> Extremely real. And we're struggling with this extreme threat, yep. which is Akira. Not the Japanese cartoon, which I love. Yeah. Not the common Japanese name. No, it's not spelled A K I R A. It is spelled A C H I R A. This is a spirit that is let loose from the subway where she was held beneath a bunch of rock and earth, I guess, where they're doing construction. Yeah. They're building a trans city uh, subway, apparently is what it is. And she is released. She is a green woman Uh in a red dress with an amulet. Yeah. And what does she have for arms? A tentacle snake demon monster Two per. (laughs) Two snakes per arm. It's a bargain at any deal. (laughs) That's not even the way. It's a bargain at any price. Yeah. She says something about a prophecy when she's first released. She has this real, like, uh, like mature, sexy woman voice, but that's yeah. undercut by this demonic voice.
2: At last, the portal has been opened, and I, Akira, demon spawn of Duwaka, have arisen to spread disease and decay upon the populace of this cursed city. And very soon now, an and the 11th, 11th prophecy shall be fulfilled.
0: She's talking about a prophecy. She says she's from, like, in the original Ghostbusters, they had all of this uh, mythology that they were making up and just having fun, like, you know, Vince Clortho and the... Carpathian well the Carpathians existed but all these things that they would refer to but never really explain and I think they're trying to do that with her but I didn't pick up on any of it and they never mention it again Mm -hmm. all they know is like she's associated with Mesopotamian mythology that's right okay so Mesopotamian (laughs) sorry for me to say (laughs) I think I'm saying it wrong every time like she's and again this is very Ghostbusters-y of them to actually like claim a ancient source for this I don't know what Mesopotamian uh, mythology looked like if they had a bunch of uh, ladies in red dresses around with <laughs> snake garbs, but that's that's what she's from, and we have no idea really what her ultimate goal is except to, as she keeps putting it, feel my disease. Yes. It's a very creepy thing to say and to she, people. She wants a willing victim. Yeah, she said. Okay. But it makes no sense. No, she, Egon says, w- once they figure out what's going on, that yeah. this woman is, well, I, she's, she looks like a woman. She's a She's a, a woman to me. She, well, uh, she's in, a, this, o- in this climate, she's a woman to me. Okay. Thank you, Travis, for okay. calling me on my bullshit. Just saying. You always do. She is a woman and a ghost and a spreader of diseases. Yeah. How about that? I'll okay. give her credit okay. on all fronts. Okay. And Egon, as they're discovering what's going on, that she is loose, that she's causing trouble, she's the one that's setting off all these machines, that she is the kind of ghost that requires a host. A ghost that requires a host. <laughs> she needs to... Like, most. Yeah, uh, totally. Oh. She needs to... Possess somebody physically to actually do what she's trying to do, which is spread her disease. And she says over and over right. again. And the poor hobo that she first picks up is not willing. No. And she just drops him and says <laughs> "I'll she's real like self-pitying about it. <laughs> I'll never find a willing host. However, mm-hmm. when they visit the firehouse, the college kids and Egon to see what the hell is going on. Kylie Steals from Egon this the, thing that calls on ghosts. Yeah, the ghost beacon. The ghost beacon, mm-hmm. and takes it home because she's all torn up about her great grandmother. Her great 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 grandmother. Now, now here's the thing. <laughs> yes. I feel sympathy. If you have a relationship with someone, you have a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. her great grandmother, she says, died like six months ago or something like that, earlier this year. Travis, what did you say when we were watching the cartoon? Do you want to share it with the world? Because I agree with you. Get over it. I'm guys, soul sister. I'm sorry. Your great-grandmother, you're 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 in college. You're lucky that she's one, how old were your your, your grandmother and your mother when they had each of these people? But also just i mean how can you be that so she she steals she knows it's a dangerous thing egon said don't steal it she's willing to steal this thing it's really just cuz she's obsessed with ghosts right she is horny for ghosts Ooh. big time like she is way into ghosts but she's calling on her great grandmother And that's what calls Akira into the room, (laughs) and then she takes the form of her great grandmother. They hug, and you would think, okay, so she needs a willing victim. Is what she says. Yeah. So you think, okay, that's gonna happen. But then she turns into a monster, and Kylie starts screaming, "No, no, no! That is no longer a willing victim." That is no longer a willing host. Yeah. This is consent. Anytime no gets said, it's now no, no matter how many times yes was said before. I mean, I feel like she
1: got closer to the hobo.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. The hobo was maybe going to be into it. He, if you if you just offered him a, a sandwich or something, maybe. like. And guys, I know it's homeless people, but this guy truly was drawn like a hobo. Yeah. Like truly a cartoon hobo. Sorry. Mm. But Kira, she uses Kylie temporarily. To spread her disease, which is touching people on the face, making boils appear on their face. It just looks like they've been covered in something like that one of the bad guys on Captain Planet would have put on them. And apparently just gives you a a new version of the flu. It just makes you look really sad. Yeah. Everybody just looks like Egon gets it. Egon goes out to try and stop this thing himself. I guess we got to step it back because he is trying to track down where the things came from in the first place. And that leads him down to the subway, Mm -hmm. the subway. The mayor of New York is holding this press conference where he's talking about the subway that they're building. And when Egon says, oh, my God, it's coming from here. The mayor takes a giant public dump on him like (laughs) and it's also confusing to me. The mayor says, for those of you that are too young to remember Egon was a founding member of the Ghostbusters, people who used to like basically bullshit people to get money out of them and make them believe that there were ghosts. For those who are young enough, five to seven years ago, this was happening still. So who are you talking to? How many times, how many episodes of the real Ghostbusters are there? It has to be a hundred. So easily 100 and then two movies at least worth of times. We have seen ghosts. And they have been busted. Uh And there is no question who did that busting. And it's like for them to take this stance and have anyone question it at this point seems like they're rewriting history. And it's the same problem that Ghostbusters 2, the movie, had. Where like, you know, at the end of Ghostbusters 1, everybody's all for the Ghostbusters. They just blew up a giant marshmallow man. There's no denying that this happened. Beginning of Ghostbusters 2 they had to restart them back at doing parties because everyone suddenly doesn't like them and believes that it was all a bullshit act. Yeah. <laughs> How? And then, like you said, yeah. the Titanic Dox, <laughs> in the second yes. movie. Do- I don't even know if that's considered a part of the cartoon, but it just is such a, they're forcing this situation on the Ghostbusters that somebody's not going to believe them. I guess you have to have the mayor, the mayor beef. The mayor's, o- either the mayor's always an asshole or he's always a hard ass. <laughs> a hard asshole. Hard ass, hard, got that hard asshole going. Oh, i going to go to the doctor. Yeah. Too hard. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's always got to be, I mean, that is a standard for them, that there's always somebody in the government, whether it's the EPA guy in the first one, or I guess the the mayor's uh, second in command or whatever that gets them committed in the second one. Wasn't that guy in Wayne's World? Oh, you didn't see Wayne's World. Mm. God, I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. Why are you bringing that up on air? I didn't mean to, but you, you made me by not seeing it. Still. Okay, man. <laughs> I know someone else who hasn't seen it, so you're two people out of a billion.
2: Okay. You are two people.
0: <laughs> you always have to fight the government in some way as Ghostbusters, because the Ghostbusters are kind of the the Indiana Jones-style like blue-collar, look, I'm just trying to make a buck, I'm just trying to get by, I'm just another blue-collar dude. Yeah. They're a Bruce Springsteen song to come to life, basically. Yeah. <laughs> So he attracted that he was turned down by the mayor as far as like any support the goes. Meyer. So the Meyer. Mm-hmm. John, <laughs> the John, mayor. Meyer, I mean. Oh, you mother! The mayor, the mayor, basically turned him down and said, "I, I don't even know like what was he going to do anyway. Get the police on it. He has to go out and bust ghosts himself." Like you
1: said earlier, last line of defense.
0: <laughs> the, yeah, there is nobody to call. It's Ghostbusters. Yeah, they're the. that What's the answer? Who are you going to call? Huh? Not the police. Nope. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. When it's a ghost. If it's someone in your house, call the police, please. Don't well, call the Ghostbusters. Maybe. All depends. Who, well, if it's your wife, don't call the police if she's supposed to be in there. I mean, you never know. Unless she's a ghost. Yeah. Then call the Ghostbusters again. Right. That's why Egon is out on his own trying to bust ghosts as a, as a one-man ghostbusting team. Mm-hmm. And that's when he encounters Kylie having been possessed by Akira. The disease. And she gives him her disease. Mm-hmm. She spreads her disease to him. Yeah. And that's when he starts to look like a really sad man. He just looks depressed. He, he has the is, mumps. He's, yeah, he's down yeah. in the dumps with the mumps. And that's when the students have to come find him and say hey why aren't you in class and he we now see what's going on yeah <laughs> He, the shit's happening.
1: But like you mentioned earlier, uh, he should have just called into work.
0: Yes. He, he just should. doesn't show up and you think, oh God, he's going to be evil. That's why he's not home. Yeah. Or why he's not at work. No, it's just that he worked through the night. He's at home pouting, just scrolling with his mouth. Just, yeah. just a, I'm just looking up shit on Wikipedia yeah. probably. <laughs> Googling. Just Googling. He's on, he's riding the zon. Yeah. And this is how our, our new Ghostbusters team is formed, essentially. It's that Egon is too sick. He's so sleepy. He's just kind of like does, a bummer. Man. I yawned like four or five times watching him. Just watching, watching him. him, man. So the three male young Ghostbusters, the extreme Ghostbusters, the three male, the three male, (laughs) I'm a three male. They put on all the Ghostbusting equipment and they're going to go out on the town in the Ecto-1. Meanwhile, the disease is spreading. We don't know why, but they've basically made the jump that Kylie's probably the problem that she took. the. They noticed that the beacon is missing. They say that that mm, that Kylie was the way she was looking at it. I mean, they're not wrong, but they don't check anywhere else. They Nothing. just notice it's missing, say, she must have done it. Now they are right, so can't give them too much shit. Yeah. But it, the whole city is being overtaken by this disease, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It, it, even until the at the end, it doesn't seem like it has a lot. Of legs. Yeah, it's just kind of people are getting sick, and they feel sad and yeah. tired. <laughs> they just get depressed Exhausted. and have, and have yeah. bad pimples or whatever. It's yeah. it, uh, ghost zits, as they call it. The ghost shits. The Slimer hands all the time. Our newly christened Ghostbusters are looking for <laughs> Kylie slash Akira, and they stop the Ecto One. Mm-hmm. Eduardo shows his cowardice and just says, I- "I'm just going to stay behind." Yeah, like he won't even go looking with other people for ghosts. He hangs out at the car, and Which is this- a
1: hor- it's a horrible idea. Yes, you and- stay with the group.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Why would you not want to stay with people?
1: If you are a scaredy cat, you go with the group.
0: You go with people. Yeah. You always see around people. Mm-hmm. Ghosts hate people. Yes, he's hanging out at the Ecto One in this alleyway. None other than Kylie herself shows up. Miss horny for ghosts. Or super horny for ghosts. And she's acting super horny for Eduardo, like Mm -hmm. saying his name in a Latin accent and stuff. She is saying, I need you to kiss me. Mm -hmm. I'm attracted to you. Weren't you attracted to me when you first saw me? And we enter here the most problematic scene easily in the entire two episodes that Uh we watched. We watched two episodes of the show for you guys because we couldn't we couldn't just watch one he says to her as an answer.
2: Well, I don't know, sort of. I mean,
0: you could stand to put on a couple of pounds. She already called her scrawny once, which yeah. she is very, very small. Just skinny shaming the shit out of her. Totally. And And like, I don't know, it feels like almost it's a... It's almost a racist thing, too, towards him and her, where it's like, well, he's a Latin man, so he only would want a woman with more curves. And then she's a white woman, so she doesn't have curves. It's like this, it just shouldn't be talked about. Yeah. They shouldn't be talking about her body, his preference of her body. But wait, there's (laughs) more. There's more. more. So he's about to kiss her.
2: Back off, Eduardo. Why? She's legal?
0: Oh my god. That could be the worst thing we've ever seen in a tune.
2: I would say it's pretty much
0: there because that shouldn't be the only disclaimer as to why you're allowed (laughs) to do whatever you're doing to somebody. Because at that point, it is to somebody, if that's what's going on. Wow. She's legal! Anything, if she's over 18, anything, good lord. So, I don't know why they would say that in a tune that is on Saturday morning for kids. I wouldn't have known what that was I mean, we literally
1: saw that on the screen, and we saw mickey mouse ears emblem on the in the corner yeah
0: because they're showing on disney uh some old disney yeah, channel tune, tune disney or, yeah, whatever. or something like that yeah and they're talking about whether a chick is legal or not and whether it's okay to kiss her as a result or <laughs> I, I whatever I, I don't know
1: how this this passed the uh editing
0: i mean it <laughs> seems like it's something you would throw out <laughs> in the writer's room is like hey right and you're everyone shakes their head at you like you're that creepy writer in the yeah. room you're not gonna last very long yeah. and it was 97 i guess but still Never appropriate. Yeah, not gnarly. Not gnarly, not tubular, nor bodacious. None of these things. Was it rad? Rad, not rad. (laughs) It's nonsense at this point. Well... Eduardo, the only thing he does right is he shoots first and asks questions later because they're not sure if they should shoot her with the proton. He lights
1: her He uh, lights her bro. up,
0: <laughs> yes. And luckily, that just knocks Akira out of her. She's, you know, and so she's back. Get out of there. Yeah, she's back with us and she apologizes for stealing the thing. Egon doesn't say you're forgiven or even it's okay. He has, he handles this very healthily. He just yeah. says, we don't have time to talk about that, essentially. And I, I imagine at some point he does forgive her, but she stole an item from him that is his that unleashed is, hell yeah. on the world. He warned her as dangerous. It's his, even if it was just a Cheeto, she shouldn't have stolen it. Like, it's his. Agreed. Don't steal my Cheetos. Don't do it. Finally, the whole Extreme Ghostbusters team is together. Yes. Janine's backing him up, uh, moral support. Slimer's back there just making noises back at the firehouse, not involved in the mission, thankfully. Right. And Egon's back at home, sad as can be, covered in boils and everything.
1: What's their What's their grocery bill like in the, in the Ghostbuster firehouse
0: for Slimer? I don't know, man. I... It's bad. Yeah. But you love them. I mean, a- I've my I have to pay money for my cats to eat. That's true. And they're worth it. And this slimer is worth it. Yeah. Old slimer not worth it. He's just trouble. <laughs> this slimer worth it. I I'm all for the slimer. Old slimer would get you killed. And now our Ghostbusters are out in the world busting ghosts. And they are hunting down Akira. They're I guess I, I one of the bridges in New York. I always want to say the Brooklyn Bridge because it's alliterative, but like could be the Manhattan Bridge. Could be I don't know what they said it was. Right. I don't know what these bridges are. <laughs> How many bridges in New York? 14. Accepted. Yep. Stamped and approved. Wiki, prove me wrong. Brooklyn Heights. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they do have a little bit. Well, yeah, they, they have a little bit of New York pride in there, yeah. but they also like some characters will go in and out of New York accents just a little bit. Yeah. Like Kylie kind of has it sometimes and then sometimes just normal non-accent. What's a good goth accent? Just slow, steady speaking. S- actually, you know what? It's a lot of sighing and some sarcasm. <laughs> They, and that's when, also, like, before they send them out again, Egon has to upgrade all of their equipment because he says that's the problem, why we couldn't stop Akira before it wasn't powerful so enough. So they
1: take 38 seconds.
0: To have a montage where <laughs> the guy who's good at cars suddenly is good at doing all machines. Yeah. and Nuclear fusion. Yes. And this is, this is like, one of the tuned sins that I've talked about before, just kind of writ large, where if it's like, okay, there's a problem, we failed at it. Okay, if I just try harder then it'll work. They're saying that this ghost is more powerful than any other powerful ghost that they've ever encountered, yeah. seemingly, because their old shit won't work. So he says, well, I guess I'll just have to upgrade your equipment. Why did you not upgrade the equipment to its maximum From amount? The jump. In the Make it as best <laughs> as you can. And you will not have these problems like I don't it's just an excuse to say like, hey, we have new equipment and they do like Kylie's running around in what looks like a moon, a moon man football uniform. Like it just looks like she's going to go play sports in space. Teenage
1: Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, cause bro. She has
0: she has a new capture device that's yeah. like it looks like a shield or something like yeah. that. I mean, they look fairly cool. The color scheme is all kinds of crazy. I, it's it's like do you remember the candy bonkers? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were kind of like Starburst, I miss them, but one of them was chocolate. They had like they had all fruit but then one of them was chocolate, I think. Dude, mm-hmm. I'm in. Okay, let's look them up at okay. some point. Yeah, I want these are like late 80s, early 90s. Well, these colors are just like those. Yeah. Bonkers.
1: Look like a Christmas tree.
0: Well, whichever bridge it is,
2: Uh (laughs) they they
0: confront her at the bridge where she is calling. Like this whole time, we don't know what her goal is except to spread her disease. She's at the top of it and she starts calling for her children. And the grossest fucking thing in the world this is, you know, how there are like all these pimple popper YouTube videos that people like to watch where it's like
2: spring, just
0: push and all that. I'm addicted pus to it. Out of there. I like doing it. Yeah. I don't really want to watch it. It's gross to me. But that's essentially like this is their wet dream, what happens here. Mm. All of these boils on people's faces just squirt off of their faces and they come alive. All the people are fine. Ghost pus everywhere. Oh, bro. man. And they're all these, they make sounds like bats and they just fly through the air like a whole swarm of them from the city fly up to her. To do what? Swarm around her, I guess? I, I just, mean, just I mean they even
1: hit the Ghostbusters, but but Eduardo was able to pull it off and throw it out. It's all They're fine.
0: The- <laughs> so like, I guess because she gets defeated early on, or like after that point, it doesn't take long for them to beat her. But we I don't know what her... I, in the mythology they say that like she overtakes she's a destroyer of civilizations maybe what happens is like those things eat everything or, or it's like a pestilence Right, but it just seems like they're just in the air like gnats like when there's like clouds of gnats or whatever in the yeah. summer that's all it really seems to be I really
1: thought they were gonna all combine around her and make her a bigger yes. force just like the Thundercats episode we watched the locust one
0: just like you know just like when all the bees get angry in a cartoon and they make a giant fist and yeah, <laughs> yes yeah. I, that's one of my favorite cartoon bits yeah. <laughs> first when they make a solid object that would have been great or i thought they would have infected somebody again or something no it's just that they pull out all their proton packs they're cut off from egon they can't communicate with him so they have to do it on their own and do what they do (laughs) and boy do and boy do they do it do yep it's over so abruptly they spent all this time doing nothing yeah and then the last three minutes are just like you see them blow her up and then they fade immediately to a very wide shot of the city people are in the foreground and then you see the explosion in the background you don't know if they're killed or destroyed you know they're not killed it's the first second episode come on people are healing again a very sad rabbi heals from his his, his, uh, ghost disease that he has and it's over just like that they bust this ghost for about two minutes at most they do want to blow her up, correct? It, cause, well, they capture her. They, okay. They capture, like, they... they and then they throw the capture device out there. We don't really see that happen. They cut right. away from that. And all in about 10 seconds. It goes from them fighting to Egon and Janine looking sad because they're not sure if these kids are dead or not. Yeah. Within 10 seconds. Way too fast. Well, the kids aren't dead. They return with the ghosts. They put it in the containment unit. And even though they don't say that they're going to be busting ghosts forever... <laughs> We sure do know they will. Oh, my God. I'll tell you why, because (laughs) I'll tell you about it. It's the right time for it, isn't it? It's the right year for this. Egon says oh, something, I don't know what. Uh-huh. And we cut to that that there subway. Yo. That apparently somebody forgot to uh, seal back up. Oh man. <laughs> Even after all this shit that's happened. <laughs> yeah. And all of these ghosts are coming out of it just now. Like right now that all these other things have happened and it's over. You know what that was, right? What's that? 40 episodes of Ghosts. Well, you're fucking right. It yeah, is. Yeah, Oh,
2: yeah. Woo! <laughs> Extreme! Real! <laughs>
1: Inside, they're like, hey, that's 120 episodes of Ghosts. Uh,
0: yeah, I, man. And I wish it was. Because ultimately, like, I like the people. Yeah. There's enough, like, I, I would like to come back to this show. At least the episodes where they feature either characters that were in the real Ghostbusters, like ghosts, uh-huh. but also the each of the real Ghostbusters appears on this show at some point, too, including the last two episodes. All of them. So... It's not the funniest or craziest show we've ever seen, Mm-mm. but it is like for Ghostbusters fans, I think again, I don't know why I got canceled. It seems like a quality show. I'm I'm in. I don't I no longer have MTV to distract me. I can finally dedicate <laughs> myself to the Extreme
1: Ghostbusters. So funny. We ha- we have more than MTV now. We have the internet and everything. And I refuse all of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> finally, I'm using the internet for what it was meant for. Old cartoons. Yeah,
1: baby.
2: I want to know
0: Days past tune, cast,
2: cast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Theme song. And it's about to the set, set, cast. To Dage This is where I tell you about the cast on the show. There are a lot of talented voice actors on this particular show, Extreme Ghostbusters. However, there's just one that I want to talk about right okay. now. Okay. Uh, we've already mentioned a couple of them. Yes. Maurice LaMarche, uh, Tara Strong. The one I want to talk about mm-hmm. is a... A hero of mine. Okay. Billy West. Yes. Billy West has been on so many shows that are important to me, and he's been in our lives for pretty much since we were, well, at least since we were kids, obviously. Not just with this show. Doug. You ever seen the show Doug on uh, Nickelodeon? Yeah. He's Doug. Eat it. <laughs> all right. You ever, yes. have you ever, do you like candy at all? Yes. Sometimes maybe? Yeah. Um. Maybe like small, do you like chocolate? Yeah. Do you like kind of a candy coating? around the chocolate yeah like maybe like uh do you like letters alphabetical letters yes i think i know
1: where you're going do you like
0: m's and do you like m's
1: i love a snickers bar yes is that
0: (laughs) what you're talking about (laughs) it's it's the right company m&m's he is the red m&m on the m&m commercials has been for a long time do you like cereal yes do you like things that come from bees yes do you like nuts yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios. He's the B Oh, the Honey Nut Cheerios. Gosh. He, do you, uh, I know you haven't Dude, really do watched- one, Do one more for me, please. <laughs> I, don't know, I, like, I don't have I like another this. one like that. <laughs> I don't have another one like that, but I do have this. Um, I know you haven't really watched Futurama very much, but he is about- Ten major characters on Futurama. Is he the robot? No, that's uh, that's John DiMaggio. But <laughs> the, of course yeah, the of course one. Course, I... No, but he's Fry, the one with the red hair, like the main, kind of the main character sometimes. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, He plays the old Professor Farnsworth. Okay. He plays Zoidberg, the squid type guy that's okay, on there. Yep. He plays many, many, many people. He's many, also many, on many, the many. new uh, Matt Groening show Animated show on Netflix. Uh disenchanted on yeah. Netflix, yes. Yeah. And uh plays a lot of roles on there too. He is he's been on so much more than that. I just wanted to point to those things. He's been in Looney Tunes, he's played various Looney Tunes characters, he's been in tons of shit. This man is a hero of mine. He's so funny, he's so good at what he does, and he played Slimer on this, replacing <laughs> another favorite of DPTC.
2: Yeah.
1: Frank Walker. Walter. That's right. The voice of everyone. He's the voice of me. You just don't know it. The Voice of Me by yes. Travis. <laughs> You're like, Travis, do you like golden arches? Do you like a clown that is?
2: <laughs> I'm like, get f- out of
1: here. He is not Ronald McDonald.
0: <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe he was at some point. He's the voice of milk on the milk commercials. How about oh, that? <laughs> Billy West, thank you for being the version of Slimer that is palatable and for so many other things. I hope, I've been waiting for him to show up in one of these cartoons. I don't think he has up to this point. Yeah. So it uh, seems like he, oh, he also was on the Howard Stern show for a long time before he broke into, or before he was doing more cartoons. Okay. He would do a lot of impressions and stuff on there. God, Great the impressionist. Yeah. yeah. So Billy West, here's to you, Slimer. You were re-accepted into the fraternity of the Case <sighs> Past Casts.
2: Better Check your watch. Cause it's time for Travis's tooncast toy corn That's right. <coughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right That's right that's right that's right Damn replay That's right that, that, that that's right <laughs>
1: All right, man. Uh, This is a three-way eBay situation we got here going. Yeah, A Mexican standoff, eBay-wise. Oh, man. All right, dude. So this is a 1997 Trendmasters toy-a-thon here, buddy. Trendmasters. They're really, like, asking.
0: They're really expecting a lot out of themselves. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, man. All right, so this first one is going to be a 1997 Trendmasters mouth critter toy.
0: (laughs) Now, this guy... That's ca- like what that is what a hillbilly dentist would say you have yeah. when you go to see him. You got math Here's critters. Here's some what you got here is Some math critters.
1: Now this character did not. It never showed up in the uh, 40 episodes. Well, that's a shame. Man. It was going to be on uh, episode 41. But I was going
0: to say, how is it you make a cartoon? You make a toy of something that in 40 episodes of a show was on the cutting room floor?
1: Right. <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> that's the way these toy companies go, buddy. Um well, it looks he, cool. It does, man. Any guess on what this might? Set you well,
0: back, Will. Uh, okay, so let me put a price on Octopi because it is a purple octopus looking creature. Yeah. Um kind of looks a little bit like Mother Brain, though, from Captain N.
1: If you look in the corner, it has a firing mucus
0: missile. Oh, cool.
1: Chomping mouth
0: and clamping claws. Damn it. The face looks like pretty detailed. It looks good. It does. Okay, so sealed, sign, sealed, delivered. Oh, sign, seal, delivered. It's yours. And it's in its uh good condition. Great okay. condition, Will. Good. 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 How much for this figurine, That's, buddy? <laughs> uh, let's say uh, $30.
1: Ooh, may me me ghost away. <laughs> <Me ghost> away. <laughs> it is Halloween. <laughs> yeah, twenty five dollars.
0: Oh man, mm-hmm. close. With
1: with five dollars in shipping, we would get to your thirty though. Okay, so maybe. So yeah, I win. You kind of didn't win. Yeah, I win. All right. Next up, nineteen ninety seven Trendmasters toy Roland, good sir.
0: Okay, so what does he have here?
1: Um, he he comes equipped with firing a, plasma blaster. Yep, and a bounce action ghost. <laughs> what does that mean? And a proton pack equipped ghost with trap. A ghost trap. Yes.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, he seems to, I don't know, he looks kind of dead in the eyes here. <laughs> like, he, he doesn't have pupils or he something. He does, actually, yeah. Um, uh, But he is in the box, so uh-huh. I assume that he's in good condition. Uh, pristine, yes, sir. Yeah, and uh, he, comes, he comes with all of his machine knowledge, all yes. of his car knowledge, yes. so he could probably work on my car for oh, me. Oh, for sure. At that's least w- fix your sink. That's worth at least $50. Ooh. Will, Will,
1: Will. You stupid little man. $30, Will. $30. Oh.
0: I feel like I just got the... <laughs> The ghost zits disease because I just feel so sad. Oh, me gusto. No, no me goose. No, okay.
1: All right, well, last but not least, this is a bundle pack here, man. This is a pretty good little deal. Okay. It comes with the Ecto One with working lights and sounds. A brand new VHS tape bundle uh, has six <laughs> has six cartoon episodes. There are three VHSs there. Um, it comes also with the uh, it comes with a KFC meal promotional ghost logo <laughs> chain holder. Um, a uh, KFC promotional uh, ghost trap. Mm-hmm. And
0: I think that is it. Any other KFC? Does it come with any chicken? Or? No, no, no chicken. <laughs> okay, no chicken. Not even biscuit. No. Man, what a deal! Well, this it's is a deal. I, what strikes me is so funny is just thinking about how little VHSs could hold. That for six episodes of a <laughs> twenty-minute cartoon, <laughs> you need three of these items that you have to take in and out and. I feel like we're in Back to the Future, too. Well, you,
1: you remember the Titanic tape when it came out? It was like three tapes. Oh, was it? I don't... <laughs> it's like uh, three tapes.
0: I don't remember that, but that's... I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> man, what a what a throwback this is. Well, this oh, Ecto-1 looks cool.
1: It does, man. It's interesting. Working lights and sounds, Will. Keep that in mind.
0: All right. Well... <laughs> How, got, how much are meals at, at that meals, place?
1: You're probably looking at 6 to $10 for a meal at the KFC. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> you know it right off the top of your head. Well, uh, let's say.
1: But look at that chain, though. That, that's a pretty suave little ghost chain up there. It is. I would
0: Keep take that. Keep that in mind, Will. Keep
1: that in mind.
0: $40. Jesus Christ, Will. $180. Bucks. Yeah. What was I to base that information off of, huh? I don't know, man. Why are you throwing judgment Pr- on me? Pristine VHS tapes. <laughs> pristine. <laughs> pristine. Are they, What's the level of these VHS tapes? What's their situation? They're great. They're sealed in plastic yeah. and rotting on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, VHS
1: definitely have a shelf life.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially if they're not kept at the right temperature, I would say. <laughs> well, let's hope they are $180. Yes, sir. That's, look, $100, I'm willing to that. hear what you have to say,
1: you set me up.
2: I, that's, right. that's right.
0: See, you didn't take it. You gotta know. You gotta know when to take them.
2: No when to shake them. When to fold them. Yep. I want to hold them. That's right.
0: Thanks everyone for joining us once again on this edition, this Halloween Whoa. Ghostbusters all day, all night, all the time.
2: That's right. That's that.
0: Ghostbusters-themed episode and month uh, of the Days Past Tooncast. Mm -hmm. We're so happy to have you with us. We just need some company to keep us from being so scared all month.
1: Yes. I mean, we're already haunted. The studio is haunted. We've proven
0: that. Yes, Yes. and thankfully, the Extreme Ghostbusters helped us with that. Mm -hmm. But to help keep us from being scared at night and during the day, follow us on Twitter at dptooncast. You can email us, dptooncast at gmail.com, and you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast.
1: And please, I mean, please, Please make us viral on YouTube. Uh, me and Will did a little parody mashup of 1992's X-Men animated series theme, Sir Mix-a-Lots. Baby got back. Just search Days Past TuneCast on YouTube. Video's called X-Men Attack. Uh, double up.
2: Uh, oh. uh, oh. baby. <laughs> All right, dudes. Go ahead and join us next time on Days Past TuneCast. We have our final installment, <laughs> radical, of Ghostbusters Halloween Month. You don't know what Ghostbusters we're going to throw at you. This going to be awesome. <laughs> There's like nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, tutor my tutor, most excellent tutors. <laughs> tutor my tutor. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: Mm. And it don't look good. Good. That's right. That's right.
2: That's right. That's right. That's right. 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 Could this goth chick be into more ghosts anymore than they already are?
0: (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Don't cross the street, kids. Um, Mommy. Make don't cross the streams and don't cross the street. Ooh, he's just a sl- like he just brings a toad to the table. That's all he offers. <laughs> <laughs> he comes to your potluck just with a toad in hand. Maybe we'd have to stretch this out to uh, to California Dreams. Oh shit, I can't remember anybody from that though. <laughs> I remember the show, but I can't remember anybody Weasel? from it. Weasel? You don't remember Weasel? No. no? All I remember Weasel from is Encino Man. Oh my god! And now we're spreading way too far. We are. We're spreading the
1: 90s juice too far. I think Lisa Turtle would be the same, the same situation as but well. But she though. just likes shopping. Until later on in the season, and then she gets a little deeper. Her character gets a little deeper. So. Does she ever get nerdy about something? I think so. Does I she? think at one point, her and Screech uh, work on a project together, and she does
0: nerd out. Guys, you'll listen to the uh, Saved by the Bell Tooncast. <laughs> <laughs> it's our transition into yeah. that. <laughs> That's all right
2: That's great (laughs) That's right